I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like The Brass Rail, Westfield Correctional Facility, and QQ. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Oh yeah, it's the 22nd of November. We're coming up on uh, Thanksgiving. We talk about being thankful for everything. Um, yeah, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff happening lately that, uh, you know, I guess I couldn't be less than thankful for. Uh, you know, not to get into like current events too much um i guess i will start this show on a downer a little bit um but then i promise i'll pick it up i want to say uh rest in peace to a good friend of ours uh chrissy bocan uh she was a driver on the warp tour um she passed away a few weeks ago and i know if you pay attention to my social medias i was posting about her a little bit um she was a, a a great person uh sweetheart and uh She's definitely going to be missed uh, by, you know, people who are her friends and just uh, the the scene, the the punk rock scene that uh, she lived in. And uh, yeah, anybody who met her on tour, I know, uh, probably feels the same way. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, I think she she struggled a little bit with like depression and stuff like a lot of uh, us do. And uh, I, I think she was in a real good place uh, before she was in a motorcycle accident. and. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, she didn't survive. And uh anyway, uh yeah, rest in peace, Chrissy. Um we'll uh carry you in our hearts forever. But uh moving on from that, uh we do have some things to be kind of happy about. Uh like uh I I've been interviewing some bands that are trying to tour again. So that's real nice. And uh, that's who we got uh, coming up this week. It's, well, on this episode, actually, not even coming up this week. It's uh, Callie Massey, uh, which uh, I kind of knew about those guys. And I know at least one of the guys in the band. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was excited to get to talk to them. And uh, they're actually in europe right now uh doing a tour but unfortunately because europe's going into lockdown again which is another thing to not be so thankful for uh yeah they're they have uh, canceled some shows already i uh, hope they don't have to cancel the whole tour because uh i think it it's pretty diy on their level so that it you know when that happens it, it could really like you miss one or two shows and it could really screw everything up for you uh, so, but anyway, uh, they're, they're, I, as far as I know, they're doing okay, uh, still trying to do some shows, but I think Germany's pretty much shut down at this point, and, uh, you know, who knows what the rest of the way things are going. Um, I also wanted to say uh, thanks to, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks uh, to everybody at uh, Frankenbar for uh, uh, hanging out with me and Joe McMahon the other night, or we did a DJ gig. And well, I did a DJ gig. He played uh, acoustic guitar, and I totally missed his set because the fucking train was super late. But uh, we had a great time. Uh, I stayed up uh, and drank more than I have in like two years because it was my first real time like going out and partying in a bar. And you know, it was like a G two event. I think that's like what they're calling it when they got like special reg- regulations about who could be there. Like you got to be vaccinated. And, uh, yeah, I don't think you have to have had a test recently, but you got to have been vaccinated. And then, you know, I took a test after that to make sure, like, I'm all good. And I think I'm all good. So uh, that's real good, real cool. Uh, We had a great time. Um, uh, If you ever get to Berlin, 
go to Frankenbar, you know, that's been a like place we like to go hang out at a lot. Uh, uh, Ronaldo hooks it up and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tight, tight scene there. Um, so yeah, had a great time doing that. And yeah, I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. We got Luke Eldis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Boss Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for uh, pitching in. And uh, if you want to become a producer of the podcast, you can find all the stuff at intrudergreen.com. And I'm just going to give you guys that from now on because, like, Obviously, you go to go on a Patreon, but there's a link to it there, and there's all sorts of other cool stuff, like they got the merch store and stuff, so you could like buy some random junk from me if you uh, are in Europe. You could buy it from the U.S. too, but it's, the shipping is gonna be crazy. Uh, yeah, you're probably better off like finding some other merch stores, like Stupid Rad or something, if you're in the if you're in the U.S. But uh, you know, like uh, if you're in the in America, uh, the Europe, then uh, hit me up on uh, TrueToGreen.com. Um, so remember how I started that, uh, sticker of the month club? Well, I don't think I said every month. I think I want, I wanted to try every month, but it's just, it's, it's difficult guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got stickers coming. Um, they're going to be real cool. I just, you know, I got to get on it and I'll, I'll promise that they will be coming soon. And, uh, I still haven't figured out like who can, who, who I can afford to send them all to based on like the tiers. So I, everybody's just going to get them again. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes anyway. Uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's weird cause we, we just got to go out and do that DJ thing, but now all of a sudden everything's shutting down again. So I hope that, uh. You know, I, I would like to say that I hope that things don't stay shut down, but they're shutting down for a good fucking reason, and it's because people aren't getting vaccinated enough, and they're spreading this fucking disease around too much. Like, the numbers are shooting up uh, in in Europe again. I don't know how it, it is in the States, but, like, I feel like it's probably pretty bad all over the world, and uh, that's a fucking bummer. Uh, I wish people would just get their shit together and uh, try to fucking, you know, Come finally conquer this thing uh, because it would be real nice. I know that uh, some some bands on uh, Dest, uh, Destiny, uh, the European tour uh, agency, had to big cancel a whole fucking tour mm-hmm. just recently. So, uh... oh yeah, that's that thing going off. And uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway, I, I just really hope that uh, we can fucking get through this at some point, you know? It'd be real nice to, uh, you know, do some more DJ gigs. I'm also supposed to be doing uh, the Booze Cruise in December, uh, DJing that and doing, like, a live podcast on stage thing. Uh, we'll see how that goes, because at this point, I don't see it not getting shut down, but it hasn't been shut down yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm, fu- I'm fucking keeping my fingers crossed for that one, because that's, uh, that's going to be, like, a fun, super fun one. Again, uh, so anyway, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Intruder Green, an inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1.
So uh, refresh my memory how you doing right now, because I felt like that was a pretty good uh, story. Uh, I'm doing okay. I am visiting my my stepdad and mom right now. I haven't seen them in a really long time. And I got out here last night and uh, they fed me a lot of Manhattans. And I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was drinking Manhattans all night with my stepdad. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm alive and well, I guess. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, you were doing real good before. Uh, yep. where, where, where's here? Where are you hiding out at? Uh, I'm in the burbs of Chicago. My folks live in a way. Oh, so. word. Yeah. Well, because I was wondering, are you guys like, like basically an Indiana band or are you more like the burbs? Because I know like. The one guy I think I met before is Anthony. Anthony. Anthony, yeah, and he's from Indiana, right? Yeah, Anthony's Anthony's from Bloomington, uh, but oh, we right. all live in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know when it gets to that area of the Midwest, people move around a little bit. Like I, even our, our merch guy Dave, like spent some time in Cincinnati, spent some time in uh, I don't know St. Louis, and all he's all over the place. People move around and join different bands. And it's really fucking confusing for me. So I just yeah. wanted to clear that up. It's incestuous. The Midwest. I feel like if you're not from the Midwest, it's just like a big sprawling brown blur of concrete and grass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Place. Yeah, and like you know, people in like LA and shit join different bands all the time, but it doesn't matter because they're just like. Oh, where you? Where's your band from? L.A. Oh, where's your band from? L.A. It's always the same, you know, California. It's yeah. when you're in the Midwest, like we'd like to bop around a little bit because I think, you know, part of it is kind of like you can go to Indiana or you can go to like, uh, you know, Minnesota. It's not going to be that much different. You know, you, you fucking it's, uh, it's not you know what it's you're gonna, getting into. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, good music scenes all around, though. Where where are you oh, at? Yeah. I'm right now. I'm I'm uh, hiding out here in Germany. Actually, are we're you really uh, cross continental uh, communications right. here? Where, right. where? What part of Germany are you in? Uh, well, I'm not able to say exactly for uh, you know to protect the uh, uh, the uninnocent or whatever. But uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, I would say it's like a, a somewhat major city uh, near Dresden and Berlin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah, it's nice here, you know. Uh the they got a lot of money. Uh people people always say, you know, uh, Germany's very cash rich. Like they don't use uh credit cards and stuff. So everybody's always really? carrying uh cash. Yeah, it's true. I found it out. Uh it's real good. But uh, you know, <laughs> the cops are pretty chill here too, so that's also yeah, nice. Good for you. Yeah, at least more chill than they are in the States, apparently. Uh, well, as as we've been noticing the last, uh, you know, couple of years. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how the fuck do you pronounce your band's name anyway? Callie Massey or something yeah, like fine. that? <laughs> yeah. uh, I say Callie Massey. Everybody says it uh, a little bit differently. All right. Uh, Donovan from uh, Red City Radio always yeah. said Callie Massey. He's like the Callie Massey dude. So yeah, because he's Mr. Callie, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's all about it. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, is it, I mean, I, I feel like it's the lamest question to ask, but I just got to know, like, what is that based on? Is it a name or like, does it mean something? Yeah, it's a, it's a, an animal. It's a, it's this All uh, right. breed of chicken. Yeah. I guess I could have Googled that, but I feel like it's better to get it from, uh, from your from source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I get <laughs> it. Hell yeah. 
so um I, we'll get into history uh later but uh most recently you guys just did the war uh not the war tour why the Holy fuck did shit. i think of the war tour <laughs> yeah we did the war tour man yeah, yeah. no that's just done <laughs> nah what tour couldn't outlast the fest which is what you guys actually did just play and i'm interested mm -hmm. uh to know how that went because uh it had to be pretty special this year with uh like you know probably less people no european bands uh yeah. you know like uh I don't know. I was talking to Red about it and we were getting a little jealous because we we're like, man, there's like, you know, less bands and less people. But that's going to be like so nice because, you know, it's just like a, a nicer, a different experience than your normal fest, which fest is always great. But, uh, you know, with less people, I feel like it would have been like kind of like more uh, intimate. What do you yeah. think? Dude, I think you nailed it. I mean, that that really was our experience. Um, uh, fests in the past, like you said, have been super fun, but they're so hectic. There's so much going on. There's so many people, so much running around and waiting in line and stuff. This year, it was yeah. really chill, really fucking chill. And uh, no, like not a lot of lines to wait in uh, a lot smaller, but like you said, more intimate. And uh, it was pretty touch and go there for a while with so many bands canceling up to like, di like a couple days before the fest bands were still dropping off and getting added. But uh, yeah, you got uh, some lifers there um, and it was a little bit of an experiment. You know, it was kind of stressful going down. Um, you're basically dragging any band that's coming there through the South to florida which is the just the least yeah. uh you know it's it just like a, a haunted house of a tour it could have been bad but For like sure. it, uh, you know everybody's vaccinated we had confidence in the vaccine and everybody being respectful and safe so the tour was cool and fest was unbelievable we did uh two sets full band and i did one acoustic set and uh yeah it just couldn't have been cooler we like really connected with a lot of people and uh yeah it was uh probably my favorite fest just because it was so so chill it was just really relaxed and not stressful at all yeah that's something i miss like uh every time it gets to be fest time it's suddenly like oh officer bradford's doing a pool party green you want to pitch in sure why not oh two minutes to late night's doing the thing you want to pitch in sure why not suddenly i'm like doing something every day and i was like i thought i was gonna just like play one set this year and that was gonna be fine yeah and, and then of course you're bipping and bopping around like going to see all these bands play too but yeah it yeah. seems like a nice chill fest would have been refreshing. Um, yeah. You know, maybe it'll uh, keep it up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know Tony, uh, Tony Weinbetter don't want to hear that. Like he wants more people, more action, but uh, yeah, you know, I get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we played our set like our like our actual fest set on Halloween. And one of our, we were trying to brainstorm costumes because we were yeah. like, we don't want too cool for costumes but like we also don't want to we want to do like a band costume and the one that we came up with that we felt like would have been really fucking good is just to come out as masked intruder that would be a good idea <laughs> that would have been awesome I, you probably would have fooled me i'll be like oh shit <laughs> there i am there i am what am i doing yeah virtual reality and stuff yeah. all right yeah <laughs> i mean you know that's that's People think it's an easy one to pull off, but it's actually kind of hard to find these masks. I People bet, are like, yeah. oh, you could go find anything on the internet. And I'm like, try it. Try to yeah. find this shit on the internet. All it's right. a special green. You can't just buy that green. That's, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. People try it and they look all like, 
oh, I, my, I got a mint mask. That's the closest I could get. And I'm like, that's not right. And then you're like, uh, that, that's Pantone 480C. I'm right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Um, so that's good. So you guys toured through the South to get there. I, that's the thing about like, I mean, I don't, you know, obviously I'm over in Europe right now and, uh, I, I ain't been back to the States in like two years now because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Um, but I got to feel like, you know, the South is probably like the worst part of, you know, the States to be in as far as, uh, COVID and everything. Um, and obviously like you mentioned, Florida is like, I think probably the worst state. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's like, uh, I feel like bands playing fest and actually touring there are real, real, uh, like, I don't know if I want to say you're like champions, but you're definitely risk takers and, yeah. uh, you know, that's good. Good. I'm glad you made it through. Yeah. I mean, America decided to, we still have the South. We decided to keep it, which was, uh, you know, not my personal choice to keep yeah. it around. Yeah, you know. um, I love the South. It's beautiful. Um, it is beautiful. Yeah. Other folks are the best. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just uh, we had to be in contact with every venue just being like, hey, can you make sure that X, Y and Z happen? Because at the end of the day, it's not like wh- however you feel about the 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 you know, pandemic or vaccine or whatever. It's really just like touring is so fragile where it's at right now. It's like, if one of us gets sick, it's all off. So like in order to just keep the business rolling, like just play it safe. Like even if it was a cold, it still fucks it up. So, so wherever you're at, just like, yeah, mask up and, you know, check vaccines, uh, vaccination stuff at the door. It's really important for us to do this because especially like, you know, we're about to go over to Europe next week and, that's a a hell of a lot of financial overhead for us to go over there and like if one jackass comes and fucks it up it's like it it really really fucks it up yeah for sure um had you guys toured the fest before had you played fest before yeah we we played fest i think three times prior so this is our fourth fest yeah all right uh so had you toured there before because i feel Mm -hmm. like uh okay uh, we, I think at some point we stopped touring a fest just because we could. And I felt, I feel like, you know, when you're on your way to fest, a lot of, ba- a lot of people are like skipping your sets when you're on tour, because they're just like, I'm going to go see you at fest. I don't need to go yeah. like out tonight or whatever, which is totally lame, but I kind of understand it at the same time. Um, so I feel like touring a fest you know, tours are already like hard to do. Then you're doing the fest tour and then you got the pandemic. That's got a, that's, you know, like you said, that's a lot of fucking shit to deal with. Um, so yeah, good onion. And, uh, yeah, now that you brought it up, the, uh, European tour that you guys are going on, uh, who booked that? Like, uh, you got, do you have, you mentioned Donovan, is he booking you guys? Did he book you on a Europe though? No, no. So Donovan stepped away from booking, um, oh, all right. pandemic hit. Yeah. So sadly we're not, uh, you know, we're not working with him anymore, which sucks because he's a great friend and a great guy and a killer agent. Um, yeah, yeah our, our pal Fabi, Fabi Schreiner, who we met, we went over to Europe in 2019 and we met him at the booze cruise in Hamburg and okay. uh, exchanged some info. And he was pretty stoked to get us back over there. And, and we've been honestly booking this tour started, I think, in late 2019, early 2020 that we started making plans to do it. And we had announced the tour and then obviously it got canceled and then we rebooked it. And then 
we had to push it back. So we've been booking this tour for what feels like an entire year. Oh, and yeah. like, even to just go, like, it still doesn't feel like we're actually going to go. It like still feels like a total like dream that we're, we're going to go. So, uh, you know, until we are like actually there playing the first show, I'm just completely waiting for someone to go like, you have to go home or something to get fucked up. It just seems impossible. Um, that's the skeptic in me, but I also like, you know, we have everything set to go. It's all good. I just, you know, it's been, a, it's been so such a long period of cancellations that I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I can't believe it's happening. You know? Yeah. I feel like in Europe, you're probably less worried about you getting sick and more about just shit getting canceled because like they're a little more strict over here about it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that makes sense. I got, I think I'm uh did you mention you're playing the booze cruise? Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to be there. I'm doing like a DJ thing and uh, I'm oh, actually doing yeah. the podcast there. Uh, okay. So I'll see you there. Uh, but nice. that even like to me, I'm like, shit, I hope that still happens because like, uh, especially in Germany, the numbers have been going up and it's all in the news and stuff. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Just when I got, you know, I ain't done shit in like two years. So I'm like, man, just when I start getting something going, uh, suddenly it's getting worse again. But that's just, you know, it keeps going up and down. So, uh, right. But that's great. Uh, what's your first show in Europe? Braunschweig. Braunschweig. Is that like in the Netherlands or something? It's in Germany. Oh, it is. I don't know yeah. that place. <laughs> well, that's good. Germany's cool. Uh, it's a little weird for us because we're so like comedic and stuff. And, uh, you know, that's not necessarily a hot commodity in Germany. But uh, I think you guys will do great. Uh, because yeah. I, I I love you. I don't know. I feel like I don't. You know, I don't. I don't mean to label you guys nothing, but I feel like you kind of have that good like Midwest. Uh, you mentioned you played at some an acoustic show at Fest. I think your tunes are like kind of like good for that. Like not yeah. all punk rock, I think works acoustic, but I think I could totally imagine your guys stuff that way. In fact, you guys do some acoustic stuff on your albums, right? Like I think I just was listening to some of that. Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of like, you know, most of the records full band, but there's a couple parts that are like, you know, more just guitar and singing heavy. Uh, But yeah, man, I I know what you mean. Like, I I definitely come from that place, like growing up listening to like early against me and and starting that at that place, writing songs with just guitar and like, that's definitely kind of where I where I kind of come from. So, yeah, um, a lot of the songs do translate to that kind of thing. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did. Uh, How about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs. Because, you know, everybody's got special needs. 
Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuporedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a stupid merch company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them like uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now... Right now, if you go on there and at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you got to look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in, like, Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland, to be exact. But, you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out their website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people will call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeahmans Vintage and Used Guitars. Yeah. I think a lot of Midwest bands are like that. And it's funny yeah. because they're totally from Florida. <laughs> or Richmond? Are they from Richmond? I don't remember. It's one of those places. They're Gainesville. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Conversation with somebody like you know how like you'll go to an airport in like Oklahoma and there'll be a, a pizza place that's like Chicago pizza. Yeah, it's like, yeah. That's what like Chicago style like punk rock is like. It's it really is not based in Chicago anymore. It can, there's like Chicago bands, Midwest bands from the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, for sure. They have that sound, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I guess I would like to get into history a little bit uh, because I don't, I don't know how, how many people know, like how long do you know how long you guys have been around? Because I feel like, you know, I heard about you guys a while ago, uh, maybe from Ryan Donovan or just mm -hmm. uh, through the, the grapevine, as the kids would like to say. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. like so I guess you've been like this is like kind of your band you started it maybe and uh how did that happen yeah well me and john garrison the drummer in kalimasi went to high school together and mm -hmm. uh when i when i finished high school he's a couple years younger than me and went to college i you know we started playing together then I, we played our first show in jan like january 2nd 2012 
uh, like we played like a house show. So that's when the, sh- the band started and we used to be called the howl and we were that for a couple of years. And then we changed right. it to Kali Masi right before we put out wind instrument. Um, so yeah, I mean like we've been Kali Masi since 2017, but we've been doing the band since 2012 um, in so many, so many forms and tours or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of how it started. And um, yeah, we, I mean, we put out like an EP and a seven inch as the howl and, uh toured on that so many times i can't believe how little music we put out <laughs> how much touring we did but you i don't know you can do that and grow a little following that way you really don't have to have like it's not about the you can really do a lot of legwork on like a, a few songs you know it's we true. Didn't put out you, i mean i feel like the way it used to be maybe it's not so true anymore but you needed like 10 songs they didn't yeah. even have to be solid you know like mm-hmm. you need 10 songs you got a set you can go you know? Yeah, totally. That's what we did. Excellent. Um, so uh, who's putting your stuff out? Like uh, you got you you're doing this totally DIY. You got a label you're working with. Yeah, we got a little indie label uh, out of Massachusetts called Take This to Heart Records. Um, and yeah, we've been with them since Wind Instrument and just put laughs out on that record label. And yeah, they're cool. They're cool. Cool label for sure. Excellent. Um. That's good. Uh, and where, you know, I guess I do want to find out about like where you guys are recording. Cause I, to be honest, I was like, just listening to you guys, like waiting to start this. And I'm like, man, it sounds, you know, it's a real solid, uh, recording. And, uh, I'm always kind of interested in the, that process. If you don't mind like getting into yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, totally. So the first record, uh, wind instrument, we recorded at Atlas in Chicago. Oh yeah. Um, that's what we went through. Yeah. But yeah, that's it had to spot. be a while ago because I think they're, they're, they're done now. It's gone. Yeah. So yeah. we recorded that in 2016. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't do it with Matt Allison. Um, we used the studio and, and brought Jay Moss. Um, okay. Who lives in Massachusetts. He played in Defeater and has done a bunch of cool records. Um, he came out with his wife and, and uh, stayed at Atlas and did the record with us. And oh, then. <laughs> For laughs, we we did uh, we drove out to Massachusetts in February of 2020, just before the pandemic. And he has like a, a home studio, and we just like s- stayed there in bunk beds and just recorded every day. Um, so yeah, both of them were with Jay, um, and uh, yeah, one was in Chicago, one was at his studio. Um, but yeah, the recording process of both were uh, pretty different. Um, I mean, I, neither of them were like. Uh, I guess not, not like radically different, but just like doing them at two different studios. It was really cool and immersive to be like sleeping at the studio and just kind of really be engulfed in it. Absolutely. Not going to work every day, not going home every day. It was really, yeah. really fun to just like, we got there, we laid down uh, like scratch tracks that night and then started recording drums the next day. We actually did the drums for laughs in a merch warehouse, like on, on the other <laughs> side of uh, town from where a studio is in Massachusetts. So we like tracked the drums in this like big warehouse that had like racks of t-shirts around. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. So that could add, cool. make some uh, interesting acoustics, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it was totally different. Like I, Jay is like really known for his like mixing and his drum sound, mm-hmm. but I was really kind of stoked to be like, man, I don't, I don't just want the drums to, you just hear it and go like, Oh, Jay Moss. You know, so it was sure. cool to do something a little bit different. Um, and yeah, it turned out great. Yeah, I think that's uh, uh, what you mentioned. Uh, when you get to like sleep in the studio and you just work every day on an 
album. Uh, that's definitely how we did our first album. And I think that's, that's a real special experience. And I think it's, I don't, I mean, you know, bands can do it any, any, all sorts of different ways. Um, you know, some bands don't even get together. They just like email each other the tracks and then like add yeah. to them or whatnot. And that could be cool. But like when you're in it and you're just like fucking working at it every day and you're sleeping in the studio and you're just going for it. That's like, I don't know. To me, that's like the coolest experience of making an album. I realize it's also not necessarily practical because, you know, if it takes a month to make an album, you can't, you know, be away from like your job or whatever, yeah. or uh, like certain people or whatnot. Uh, but, you know, I would definitely re recommend it if people could do it. So uh, that's awesome. You guys got to have that experience. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was fun because there was, there was a lot of writing that we did while we were there. And we yeah, yeah. Record, record during the day and then Jay would bounce us uh, like mixes basically at night and we'd all like get in the bunk beds and listen and take notes and then you get up the next day and know what you need to do different or redo or maybe like, you know, there was the song Freer on the new record. We recorded it and we did it like, you know, we did it to a click and recorded the guitar and vocals and everything kind of separately and it was done and we were listening to it and it just didn't sound right to us. So we basically like canned the entire recording of it. And I just did it live with the guitar and vocal at the same time, no click track. And oh, yeah. It just, yeah, I mean, it was cool to just like, we wouldn't ha have had that uh, opportunity if we had done it differently. So it was cool to just like be able to like write, 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 and then spend the next day reading and then go back and rewrite. Um, and and also like it gave us a lot of like you know we got really familiar with the songs to see where maybe there was like a little motif or a way we could tie things together or like a better way to sequence songs because we were so like in it you know yeah that's cool. that's what it's all about is just like right. being in it i love that shit that's real good <laughs> yeah. oh yeah so uh sorry i i missed it is the new album out or is it coming out it's out. Yeah, it's it's okay. been out. It came out in March. Um, but, you know, it's releasing stuff during the pandemic. It's just yeah. like, what, what is March <laughs> to April to October? It's just it's out. <laughs> it's a new record and it's out. That's right. OK, so you're taking the world by storm. You've done uh, the yeah. U.S. a little bit and uh, you had to Europe. Uh, how long is the European tour? Like, and uh, do you know, like all the countries you hit? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about a little over three weeks and we're doing uh, UK. We're doing uh, a lot of Germany. We're dipping into Italy for a date. Um, first time in Italy. First time we're going to like a lot of these cities, to be honest. We, like I said before, we uh, we hit Europe in 2019 um, and that was awesome. Uh, we're going to let's see. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the list. Yeah, show in the Netherlands and uh, yeah yeah man netherlands is tight yeah i wish we were spending more time in some of the you know it feels weird to like fly all the way to europe and then do like one show in italy and you're like it's a whole damn country like i wanna right. you really wish you could uh just do a whole I italian tour or you know hit all, all these other countries because you know there's so much uh just as a human being uh, so much history over there so many places you'd like to see mm. um um it's just yeah there's so much and uh, i'm we're so stoked to go again um even though it is a little bit of a guinea pig situation for us to to go over there you know there's not a ton of bands who have come from the u.s and done europe 
yet that are like our size. Um, okay. So- yeah. I was wondering about that too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't need to like know what your guarantees are or anything, but uh, yeah, that that's a good thing to bring up. Um, are you playing yeah. like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cause like when I think about like our first tour in Europe, we were, we weren't like huge or nothing. We were kind of like just breaking out <laughs> like we're so huge now, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, I don't know. What, I don't know what a question is here, but like what, what, what that, what's that experience going to like, what are you anticipating? Yeah. Um, I, I get what the question you're looking for, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't really, I, there's a lot of anxiety going into this tour for obvious reasons, but there are so many people involved my perspective on it is basically like if this was just an absolutely bad idea, someone would tell us <laughs> not. And everybody is saying, come and play, yeah, and yeah. play the shows. Right. And so like, we're all vaccinated. We're all boosted, whatever. <clears throat> Some of the shows that we're playing, like the show that we're playing in Trier, I'm just being totally honest about it. Like, you know, like it, it, that's what it is. I'm not going to pretend like there's not a pandemic that's still, uh, you know, running through the world. It, it is happening, but we're also, you know, can we safely play music? Can we safely connect with people? Um, I think the answer is yes. And we're going to put that to the test and hopefully trust, you know, trust the scientists like we said we would. And right. um, so, yeah, we're coming over there. And uh, yeah, some of the shows we're playing, like the show we're playing in Trier at uh, Lucky's is uh, it's the first show I think they've had since the pandemic. Yeah, um, and that really could go either way. It could be everybody is there like everybody is like fuck yeah shows or people are like i'm not going it could go it could go either way i don't know they'll be there it'll it it, i think uh these shows are going to be off the hook uh i think uh you know like i don't know what it's like in the states but you know it's going to be that effect where people are going to be so thirsty for it and as soon as somebody says okay we're allowed to do this they're going to be just like they're going to be mobbing you guys (laughs) yeah i Uh, hope so yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it, our uh, our first tour over there went really, really well, and um, I'm I have like nothing but optimism for this tour. Um, but yeah, I'm I I am curious as to how it's gonna go. It really is just an unknown, unchartered place we're going. Yeah, well, it's charted. I I seen it on a map. It's called Europe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's it maps. Looks, yeah, <laughs> it changes a lot though. If it depends what year you look at the map. That's true. Lines that's true. Around. You got like, yeah, that's right. Russia annexing countries and whatnot. Uh, whatever okay. that means. I don't even know. I just heard about it one time. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Um, I hope that, uh, well, hey, I'm, I'm stoked to see you guys in person when you get over here because like, like I said, I ain't done shit in the last two years. Uh, like a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, that that booze cruise, something I always wanted to do, uh, just yeah. to like go to it, let alone like be a part of it. So uh, it'll be a fun time, I think. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, unless you got something else you wanted to bring up, though, I just got one more question, and I always try to fucking prepare people for this, but I always forget. Uh, and the question is, crime stories. Do you got any? Oh yeah. Oh, uh- you just want me to like rip into crime <laughs> right now. Whatever you got, bud. Whatever you want to uh, put out into the world. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I got into a lot of trouble as a teenager. Um, and some of those re- have had repercussions as an adult. Um, I used to do this oh, thing shit. 
where we would go to we i got a couple stories involving grocery stores we used to see a lot from the grocery <laughs> store. Um, all right one and this is genius and i completely stand behind it because you know it's not a mom and pop grocery store that we're stealing from it's like whole foods and julasco or whatever but we would go in to uh the liquor aisle as teenagers and grab handles of liquor, right? Of, of like, course, say, like you do. Vodka, whiskey, Jägermeister, whatever. And then we would go into the bathroom with them real quick, put them in the trash can. And then you oh, get yeah. somebody else to go into the soda aisle and get two liters of soda. <laughs> um, and then you bring those into the bathroom. So if you had whiskey, you would get ginger ale. And if you had Jägermeister, you'd get root beer oh or Sprite God. and vodka. So you just dump out all the soda and refill it with the handle from the trash in the bathroom, lock the door, obviously, and then just go buy it from the checkout. We would just buy it for like two bucks and show up to parties with all this soda, but it was just like hard, hard liquor. Um, that was a solid one. That was super fun. That's real also, good. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, try it out sometime. Be careful though. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, we just like load up shopping carts full of, food and just push it out that was kind of like that's what i ended up getting busted for and uh one on one tour we got bounced out of canada because i had that on my record and <laughs> oh yeah shit uh, but yeah i mean I've, i'm since i'm reformed and no longer break the law in those ways but yeah i did yeah. that kind of stuff a lot as a kid a lot of drinking and a lot of stealing and uh stuff like that um yeah it's funny that you mentioned uh, that uh, whole getting bounced out of Canada thing. I feel like, you know, you know, I always ask that question. A lot of people, uh, a lot of bands who go to Canada, you know, it's like it's like the ultimate punishment for that crime. Whatever they fucked up and did or fucked up getting caught doing uh it's like, yeah, they had to pay a fine or whatever. They got a record or whatever. But the shittiest part of it is they couldn't go to Canada. Yeah. It's it really like, sucked. I mean, yeah. I can go now, but I couldn't. Like, it was funny because, like, no dig to, like, Canadian Border Patrol. But, like, I've been in and out of Canada so many goddamn times. Yeah. Before then and after that. So it was just, like, the one time they really dug in to check the check the background and it was it was really funny it couldn't have been a, a funnier situation because we're all sitting waiting in the little room and we're like what's taking so long oh yeah and i know about that room I'll be yeah the, the guy comes in and he goes like hey uh who's sam porter and i was like i am and he's like all right follow me so he like, turns around and he goes he like kind of gestures to like follow him but he like points at this door that i'm okay. supposed to go through but i thought he just meant follow me so i just walked right behind him <laughs> He turns around and I'm like in the I'm in like the office like I'm on their side of the glass I just follow yeah, him. Yeah. and he turns around and he's like what the fuck are you doing in here like I, it was I wasn't supposed to be in there I was supposed to like go to the other <laughs> You're side like you said follow you I'm yeah. following you <laughs> so I'm just in there with a bunch of Canadians I don't know cops. sign language but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he was pissed and then he was just like you can't come into this office or this country so <laughs> basically <laughs> like you gotta you gotta go but it was cool because. What ended up happening is we got bounced out and we were super sad and trying to figure out what the fuck we we're going to do. We had six dates in Canada um, yeah. before we you know, went back into Michigan or whatever. And uh, we ended up like seeing if there were any tours that we could hop on. And we hopped on a couple dates with uh, Make War and Worship This. And that's how oh, we no. met. Damn. I don't know. Mar- worship This, but Make War, great. Yeah, yeah. So we became 
fast pals with them and and that's how like we met was just totally like we wouldn't have met them if i hadn't have done that so there's a little bit of, of a silver lining hell yeah well that's wonderful yeah crime's, um, great. <laughs> crime's great get away with it all right yeah. that's my <laughs> advice hell yeah well it was a pleasure uh getting to talk to you bud uh yeah um, best of luck to everything happening. I'm glad you guys made it through Fest all right. Uh, mm-hmm. I will, I'm stoked to see you guys over here in uh, Europe and, uh, you know, uh, see some cool music action in, yeah. the, in the near future. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Um, I'm stoked to see you there, man. Um, looking forward to it. Hell yeah. And that's it for the Intruder Green podcast. You can hit me up on all the socials in Intruder Green or to go to intrudergreen.com. For all sorts of cool stuff. Hey, hey the, the Intruder Green calling line, you can hit me up there. It's plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the podcast. The Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett. Management by Anka Kramer. Hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith. Set design by Dylan Raymer. Catering, Matthew Hendershot. Lighting, squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Tide Bros. See you, space cowboy.